listening to I'm Telling You. You're listening to You're listening to I'm Telling You. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of I'm Telling You. Telling you. <laughs> As always, your amazing host, Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Click a clack a fact check of Miss JD. Dude, you 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 always you were like Vincent Vega. <laughs> That's what you always. <laughs> if you want to reach you out to that, huh? Yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah, but if you uh, if you want to reach out to us, because we would love for you to do that as well as to continue the conversation, send us movie quotes because we love movie quotes. Ity at directionsandmusic.org. dot Yeah, that'll get all three of us. Or you can hit us or up individually. G E M I N I at directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, Gemini, directionsmusic.org. And then there's Philly D, P H I L L Y D. Philly D, directionsandmusic.org. Yeah, for uh, first time listeners, this is a 30 plus year friendship of uh, Sincerious Organic. We have no idea what we're going to talk about conversations with a fact checker. So, and, and beer usually, yeah. Sometimes me. Oh, I need a mess. Yes. Oh. Yeah, that's all right. We got a we got a towel here. We can, we can just there you go. Just, yeah, just pat that down a little bit. That's why we got coasters and towels. I'm wearing it. Well, that's <laughs> I heard that about you. <laughs> Shoot it over me. But yeah, no, we do uh, movie quotes, dad jokes. We go off on tangents. Uh, we we talk about all sorts of things. Uh, quantum physics. Uh, we discuss physics, time, particles, time travel, yeah, part- <laughs> properties of physics. <laughs> properties of physics. So, so it's social, <laughs> demented and sad. But social. social. Yeah, you know. Once a year we get together, we we party. You load up. You no, we don't. We don't so get the classic girl got me. <laughs> That'll happen. It wasn't Professor Booty, but it was, it was the classic girl. Oh well. Also, that's kind Wait, of you that know, was, and that was the one that got um, the most chilling. No, they got found out. <coughs> what was what? that? There was the Jane's Addiction reference, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, no, we had. Um, yeah, they were. They got found out, and they were like, "No, it's cool. It's pretty cool." I like oh it. yeah, mad love for it. Honestly, I think that's a lot of the times it happens because then it's just like people love us. And it's like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, there's a uh, like. Wu-Tang or, you know, they want, oh, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins would be dope. Like, that'd be something cool to. What would be the reference? I have no idea, but it would be a Henry Rollins reference. I I have to think on this a bit. Tom Waits. Oh, there's so many great musicians out there. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been regaining a love for, for music lately as I've been making these different playlists and going through stuff, and it's uh, it's really awesome. What do you do? Oh, there's oh no, there's a bug in the studio. Yeah, you just buzz the tower. Is that what happened? Negative Ghost Rider pattern is full. Going for it, Goose. Don't do it, Mav. Don't do it. He did it. Is that what happened? I'm not sure what happened. That was a flyby of some sort. Yeah, dude, double rainbow. You look like you're over there. You're like sopping in beer. I'm like seriously. you're seeing stuff. What is what is in this beer, man? What happened? Did dude, somebody spike your beer? It, was, it exploded. I didn't shake it up. Well, I know, but like now you're all saucy. Like should have left it in the freezer longer. What's going on? Active culture going on there. You're an active culture going on there. <laughs> yes. Well, sometimes I am. <laughs> that is the appropriate response. That is true. <laughs> your solid's in a, <laughs> your solid's in a liquid. liquid. Yeah. 
Yes, I am. That would make a great shirt, except it's really long. I tell you what, man, I've been wearing my uh, my tangented shirt lately. Yeah, and people are just like, okay, what is I got? What what is this about? So it's it's a talking piece now. It's kind of cool. And you tell them, right? Well, of course I do. This is where you can find me. We need more subscribers, please. Oh yeah, no, as well as you know, telling the inside joke from Super Troopers, the whole spiel. Be that fly on the wall, the one that was just doing a flyby. (laughs) I was because I was like, (laughs) no, I'm telling you, somebody spiked, somebody spiked the beer, somebody roofied you, and you don't even realize it. it. The fact that it exploded. Yeah, so it's probably, I don't know, what do roofies make things explode? I don't think you can put a syringe in a can without... Sure you could, but it would be weird. It wouldn't work. I mean, you could probably, like, in a pint can, because it'd be tall enough, and you could actually fit it in there. Oh, you mean to... Oh, never mind. I thought you were like, <laughs> found this rat in my beer, eh? How you poison beer, though? Why would you? Oh, that's terrible. So wrong. <laughs> Anything else. Don't take it out on the beer, man. I know, right? What did the beer do to you? Nothing. It was just lovely and delicious. It was just there minding its business, and here you come. All willy-nilly, like. All nimbly bimbly. (laughs) (laughs) Meow? (laughs) Right, meow. Did I say meow? Do I look like a cat to you, boy? See, this is... uh, You see me dancing around all nimbly bimbly like? This is why I really like Super Troopers, too. Because there is that continuation of the jokes. Am I eating mice? Dude, the again really gets me. Do you see me drinking milk from a saucer? Like when they pull him over for the second time and they're talking over the top of the car again. He's like, you, you, you guys know I can hear you, right? And they're like, shit, really? We've been doing this for like the past seven years. See, <sighs> chicken fucker. <laughs> I'll do it. No. Farva. Easy, Farva. Yeah, dude, that was... <laughs> I want scream, dude. I was just thinking that I was like the fact that they added a second Farva to to Super Troopers two, where it's like, dude, everybody's got a Farva that you work with, right? That's what oh, they're talking about fresh. in the beginning. <laughs> well, because they're there's like, hey, why'd you shock your buddy, buddy? He's like, you know, every everybody's got that that guy, right? Every everybody works like everybody's got them, right? And then he's they're like, uh, okay. Okay. And, then, and then you like cut over to them in the uh and it's just like, yeah, that's that's definitely another Farva. Just a French Canadian like Farva. In, in Shaun of the Dead when they did that and they came across like his ex-girlfriends. Oh, they like they like they were, they were all like there was an equivalent for each character within the group. Yeah, they do like the after the game, you know, good game, good game, good game. Like, hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, how are you? All right, could you just like all nod? As they're passing, yeah. Except for the two stoners. And they kind of stop for a second, like, what? Yeah, they just like nod. <laughs> That's hilarious. Dude, I tell you what, man, I saw, I was flipping through one of my spots and they, somebody put, they put it up there as like a horror film. I'm like, Shaun of the Dead is not a horror film. It's a comedy. It is a comedy that just so happens to have zombies in it. It doesn't make it horror. Comedy thriller, maybe. It's a zombie. But it's mostly comedy. Oh, dude, it's totally comedy. Like, who, come on, man. Like, just see White Lions or. It's three o'clock in the morning. You're playing hip hop records. Selectro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, so many good lines. Did you get bit? <laughs> Dude, this homeless guy tried to mug me in the, the <laughs> my way home. It's subtle. I like I like how the lead up was subtle. What do you mean? 
Well, the lead up, like they tell you all the stuff that's going on, but you know, the part that I like is when they're it's flipping like when through he wakes the, up in the morning, like he's completely oblivious. Yeah, but he's like flipping through the channels, and even though he's going from channel to channel, it's still relatively telling <laughs> yes, the story. Yes. It's just in completely different voices and I love how they did that. That was yeah, funny. Dude, that was like it, but it's little things like that that got really, right on you. <laughs> Remember that bit? You can see the, the pen leaks on him. He had a pen leak on him in the very beginning. He was like some assistant manager at a an appliance store or something. Appliance store of some sort, yeah. Like TVs a, and appliances. Like a Best Buy, but family style, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> it got red on you. And that came back around later on. But I love that he, he comes in through the shop to buy his like treat for the morning. And he slips on the blood and doesn't even pay attention. Oh, yeah. Well, because he also goes to the cooler and there's like that big hand blood streak that's going down it. But he's like, yawning, grabbing his freaking whatever, his pop or something. I don't know what he's grabbing. Might have been a beer. Had too much pop. But yeah, I don't know what it was. Could have been. I think it was an early morning soda. I mean, hey, you know, can I get like seven road sodas? I noticed that not everybody does coffee. Like some people actually drink. And I, I can't imagine this, but. Like a Pepsi or a Coke or even a Mountain Dew for breakfast. It kind of makes me ugh. When I when I used to have my like the last restaurant I had, I'd get in at freaking, you know, six, seven, eight in the morning. I'm I'm there hours before anybody else is because I was doing like some kitchen stuff or cooking some things right. or and you know, I don't it's nine in the morning. I'm not I'm not exactly hungry, but I'm thirsty. There's all these delicious beers sitting by and it's just like why not? And before you know it, it's just you, you're drinking at like eight in the morning, roasting pork on a smoker. It's just you know, hashtag restaurant well, life. You know, there were plenty of years in London where you couldn't drink the water unless mm-hmm. it had a certain level of alcohol in it. it so it's perfectly normal. It's it's right. It's okay. No, I just I was drinking my carbs. It's cool. That was actually your energy. The sugar's given off by the the alcohol sugar's given off by the yeast was your food source. Yeah, and I mean my belly fat. <laughs> Dude, I had I was starting to get a gut. Well, cause when we closed it and I started getting, you know, I had all this time to to just do stuff. I started working on my golf game. And as I'm working on that, I just I'm out exercising more and eating right. And just all of a sudden it's just, you know, I'm not drinking and just hanging out doing stuff. Dude, it's freaking, dude, it just literally just fell off of me. Just disappeared. It was, you know, like a month later, and all of a sudden, I was just like, two, That'll happen. You know, pan size down and everything. I'm just like, what the hell? But, yeah, I mean, when you're playing freaking five, six rounds a week and going to the range, you know, I mean, you're you're putting, because you, you asked me, you're like, is golf really a sport? Yeah, dude, it is really a sport. When you want to play it for real, for real, where it's not just like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Hey, you're drinking and smoking. You're not playing golf. Golf isn't a sport. It's men in ugly pants walking. Yeah, <laughs> yelling at a ball, <laughs> throwing clubs, pretty much. But it's it's more of like a party almost. But what was that? Driving their carts around all willy nilly. Oh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen I've seen some improper cart etiquette on courses, specifically on the weekends, which is why traditionally I will not play on a weekend. I play during the week. And nobody fesses up to polo, but I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure it's happening. What, golf cart polo? 
Sure. Oh, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Don't doubt it. They're like, well, I wouldn't do that. You know, liability alone. And was, dude, come on. You've had like a, a, a six pack to yourself and like, why not? You know, it's, I, it's called speed golf. Your partner hangs out the, you, you know, don't even get out of the car. You just keep driving. No, you kind of hang out and like hold on to the. No, that was uh, know, the, in house guest. Remember house guest Sinbad and uh, Phil Hartman. God. Where he's like the dentist and whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's speed golf. This is how we play it. And they're just like polo style hanging out of the golf cart. <laughs> Tromping through the course, just like whacking balls like crazy. Dropping beer cans, like. Just having a good old time. That's how we do. Yeah. <laughs> so it does happen a lot. So nobody's nobody's willing to tell me the truth except for you. I wouldn't say a lot. I would say enough that it's a thing. How about that? I mean, Definitely maybe, a maybe thing. Maybe not through every hole, but like it's happening. I mean, I'm. I don't. I would say I will not condone nor. Yeah, I do not condone. Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny. I would say there is a definite that at least somebody has played an entire eighteen in that fashion. <laughs> I'm sure, and at probably most golf courses, somehow or another. Can you manage an entire eighteen without getting caught doing something like that? I mean, I guess it depends on the course, right? Depends on the course. Depends on the time. Depends on who you are while you're there. I mean, there's. I mean, if you do that at prime time with like like all the high rollers there, like oh yeah, dude, you're probably yeah. That's like jackass shit in the middle. Somebody's gonna call you some out. highfalutin. Oh, it's gonna happen. Some highfalutin. Yeah, but I mean, dude, if you if you know if you're hitting the course at the very end of the day when you were not welcome to the state dinner social, <laughs> fucking Catalina mixer. <laughs> but yeah, no, if um if you were to catch the course at the right time where there's basically nobody ahead of you in a sense because you're you're going so late in the day and there's just there's nobody there or there you know everybody's already on the back or something and they're pretty much all starting to come in. Yeah, you could probably run through and do a speed golf with your golf cart polo, if I polo play style. Through. <laughs> Wait, who's driving? I mean, do do golf carts now tell you that you shouldn't drive from the from the passenger seat? Because so many people do it. Oh yeah, you're just of course, the, yeah. the passenger seat. And they just like they get out, grab their clubs, they're like, I got what I need, and you just like, all right, you just take off and drive with your left foot, and it's hilarious. Well, they have to say that it's for liability, it's liability. liability issues. The same thing with hair dryers and showers. Just, like yeah. I remember running the um, what was it uh? Family Fun Center. That's what it was. They, they had, <laughs> you know, they had the they had the driving range there. They had mini golf. They had and these little go karts. But like, I can't tell you. <laughs> Actually, one of the guys was nicknamed Bump. And when I asked about it, I was like, Bump. I like yeah, like speed bump. Because like they would commonly like somebody wrecks their car, and you're like, you kick them off the course. You have to drive the car back up to the like the main station, like where they all get parked. Right. So a lot of times these guys were so lazy, they would just stand up on the bumper and push their hands on the pedals and just drive themselves, like looking back over their shoulder on the way back. And this kid was synonymous with knocking himself off the the golf cart and then getting run over with, or not the golf cart, the um, go-kart. Go and, and then, then get, it would run him. It would run himself over. Whether it was his or somebody else's, like he had, he had been run over more than once. <laughs> so they called him Speed Bump, or Bump for short. I do not want to hang out with that guy. No. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I learned about this having to manage that area, and I was like, "You guys do what? No, would you stop that? Like, uh, I'm on the clock. I'm supposed to make sure like we're we're playing it cool." I mean, dude, I'll tell you, I'll, the people I know that have done the the go karts. I mean, I, you're not wearing any gear. You're wearing like shorts and like a polo shirt. I've gotten to know quite a few individuals in in the go karts uh, due to the fact that my kid loves racing go karts and pretty much has since she was like seven. Mm-hmm. So we've gone go karting most of her life at that point, and so I've I've gotten to know quite a few different go karting locations and the people that run them. You know the mechanics, You're the managers, like the full on harness and shit, right? I mean, oh like, yeah, dude, these things boogie like the yeah. yeah we're we're doing like almost yeah, these, like. These like, half, like, like half speed shift car kind of. We had certain cars that were fast and we kept them to ourselves. Like we had the Bud car, which is number 25, which was like awesome. Yeah, there's like, always that one car. messed with the governor or did something. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, like the minute you, you depressed it, it was like there was no hesitation. It was like perfectly tuned. It was the only one that like somebody really spent some time on the motor. And I think at one point it was because it was a replacement motor. So it was probably one of the newer motors of all of them. Right, right. And it was just like tuned to all hell. It was like... I didn't know it just actually ran well. Yeah, it, it, just, <laughs> it just wanted to... I mean, it would just tear through tires. That's the funny thing. Like, I had to wear sunglasses on that track all the time because you get... The tire rubber would actually come right up in your face. Like if somebody was peeling out in front of you. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we when we would race, it went all over the place. When the kid and I would race the go karts and stuff, yeah, I mean, we had full DOT helmets on and stuff with visors and everything. Yeah, dude, there's plenty of track debris that gets kicked up. Oh yeah, show. Yeah, especially I mean, do these things? These things freaking boogie, man. I can imagine those. They're, they're, they go like, I mean, 25, 30 miles an hour or something like that. Oh, so here's the deal: we would we would run a relative quarter mile track. And we would run a lap of that distance in, you know, like 18 seconds. So when you do the math on that, the average is like 45 mile an hour. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. But Well, here's the thing, though, is those things are constantly accelerating, basically. Because these, uh, these ones were electric. So they're... Woogie woogie. That, that as well. But their, their torque curve being electric is very exponential, and linear, so it's just like a, it's just, it's a rocket. <laughs> so not, the, not really much of a curve. Yeah, so the, the more you can be on it, getting the power out of it, these things are just like, because, I mean, you're, you're going, coming out of a turn, you're only doing like maybe 20 or 30 miles an hour, but by the time you get to the next one before you slow down, you've, you've already gotten up to 60 and then right back down. But it's for like a half second. Yeah, it's the acceleration on them is like through the roof. And you're always like, yeah, you're always you're pretty much Yeah, you're pretty much always trying to push. You're pretty much always trying to push down that throttle. You're always at like a nine, nine point. So it, when you can, the with these ones, there was all sorts of different sensors and it was looped back into the system. So you can get data on the backside to show, you know, how much you were on the throttle or how much brake or because then you could actually go through and fine tune and be like, yes, yeah, you right here in this corner, you're hitting brake. There's there's no need to hit brake on this. You're you know this is the line here, and you know you you just you get used to running the tracks and you talk to each other and you know you teach each other better lines and you work with them. It's just, I mean, racing's racing's fun. 
especially when you get into it and you get a, a good group of people that are in for it for the, the <coughs> enjoyment out of it. and Racing go-karts? Just racing in general. Would you say that's like a, like a gateway into actual racing? Or? I think racing is just racing. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if it's in a go-kart or a Pinto or a Formula One. Yeah, there's a racer is a racer. They just they want to go cross. fast. There's there's something about going fast with or yeah, two wheels, three wheels, four wheels, Dirt you know, track, ski, surfboard, whatever. Waste, like you just snowboard. Yeah, you just want to go fast. Just any kind of race. I'm going fast. Right. Pretty much. I mean, that's always I I very much like the individual competitive nature ideas for sports that's why i mean that's probably why i really enjoy golf i really love racing because i'm not racing the other racers i'm, I'm you're not you're playing against yourself yeah right. it's me against you know how well can i get this car to handle this course how well can i adapt how many seconds to can i shave off my lap how many yeah well and as i mean but then you do definitely get into the competitive aspect when you're racing others and it's you know hey how can i get them off their line so i can sneak through like how can i push them around and scare them off or, you know, just ride them. Like, you know, every racer is a little different. So there's definitely that. But for me, even when we were doing those kind of races, it was, it was still about how well could I race. So it didn't really matter what position I was coming in as well, you know, as, as it was so much the fact of just being there and doing my best and working within the constraints and, you know, I just, I, I always enjoy that kind of thing. Right. So I definitely, I definitely like racing and, you know, again, golf, because it's just, that's the thing. It's, it's how well can I do that day with so what I'm given? I guess you just couldn't turn it off. That's why you can't ride a motorcycle anymore. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I realized that and I was like, nope, done. Going to kill myself. I'm, something I'm, about two wheels. You just can't shut it off. No, no, it gets worse. Even to I me, mean, even when I ride my BMX and stuff, like that's I just do dumb stuff. I mean, that's how I fractured my collarbone, busted my elbow out. I was just riding my BMX with my kids, doing stupid stuff like hopping off curves and stuff, and I just caught the front end wrong and flipped myself over and just, you know, got the fall right where it was just it, everything worked enough to getting old. You can't do the same stuff anymore. You just oh, this was when I was like my mid thirties. I want to say too, you're just too old. I'm too old. I can't be doing BMX. Yeah, no, it's, it's just too old, but I'm just, I'm stupid. I'm a big, dumb boy. <laughs> I do. I'm a big, dumb boy. I admit it all the time. I'm a big, stupid, dumb, dumb head. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm a, what, what do they say on elf and uh, something or other uh, cotton, cotton, none. Oh, was it some, oh, oh, your God's killing me. Always mess this Kill up. Kill me, Captain. No, it's um, cotton-headed ninny mungans. There you go. What? That's the thing in Elf or Elf, not Elf. In Elf, where it was like that's like the worst thing you can call somebody. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Because he's like, I'm such a cotton-headed ninny muggins. He's like, you're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Um, yeah, it's like you don't say that, bro. Yeah, you totally said that. I did it. That was me. I called myself that. Now what? Now what? I love Will Ferrell, man. He's funny. You know, I mean, we're always talking about like old school and whatnot, but I mean, he's done Street so many great movies. I mean, Elf, the old one that I always- is, you know, Old school is a classic. The I, one I always love talking about, The Stranger Than Fiction with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. You know, the, uh, was it Emma Watson, Queen Latifah? 
Dustin Hoffman's in that. It's just, oh. Yeah, where the writer's writing, like, his life. Basically. As it happens. More or less. It's almost a... As she types it, it comes to reality. It's like a Morgan Freeman narration, but with Emma Watson's voice. Like, who is that? (laughs) Harold brushes his teeth 32 times. How how do you know Harold brushes his teeth 32 times? (laughs) Who say? Yeah, it just drives him crazy. But it's it's such a deeper movie than that. Like it's just oh, it's a really it's well you. done production. There's another it, when one. He hears it the first time. He's like, it's you. Yeah, no, he's like that's that's the woman. That's the boy. He was in Dustin Hoffman's um, office on campus, and he was watching an old interview with her. And he's like that. That's the voice. That's the, I know. That's the voice. That's her. That's her. And he's just like that's that's oh, it's horrible. He's like what? He's like that. She wasn't on any of my lists. And he's like, that's what you're what. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring this stuff out, you're just like, oh, you, you didn't say anything about the accent. He's like, I, I, you, I mean, I didn't know. What am I supposed to? You know, he's just like, I, I'm a dude with a voice in my head, and it knows what I'm doing, and it articulates it in a much, you know, refined manner than. Oh, it's hilarious. He's literally telling it to Des- Dustin Hoffman. It's like she, and she says it in a much more elegant and with a larger vocabulary than I could. Oh, it's hilarious. He's done a lot of really more serious roles. You know, I don't think he gets credit for it. You know, because they're... Because well, he's still... He's stepbrothers. I'm saying, like... Like, some of this stuff that's come out by actors that you wouldn't even think... Adam Sandler's come out with stuff that I I thought was plenty serious, even though it was still comedy. It was still humorous, but there was a lot of serious undertones when you really think about the ramifications of, like, a movie like Click... Where you've now like skipped through half of the important stuff in your life. Yeah. Because it was time consuming or annoying or painful to watch or whatever it was. Well, because he was just, he wanted to get through all of the stuff to get to where he was like, no, you need to enjoy the moments as they are. Is that not a philosophical parallel for life? I mean, it was, it was a beautiful. Yeah. Don't press fast forward. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Maybe slow it down a little, you know? You know, Just so, take it back a notch, buddy. So I think it's it's always there to some extent, don't you think? I mean, I mean, not maybe not always. I know Christopher Walken's I mean, in that there movie. There was nothing so. serious about Spaceballs, but I'll you know what? I mean, <laughs> very, let's be very little. There's still the hero's journey displayed in it. There's still some well. There's still some um, undermining or you know backhanded statements about the industries, and so you know there was a there was an intelligence there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I say that's, but you know, but it's Mel Brooks. You know what I mean? We're talking blazing saddles and stuff like that, right? I mean, that's that's just very intelligent, sarcastic wit. And just really well, his really timing well. is impeccable. Just jam packed. Yeah, I know. It's a, I'm so, and I I see why I see why with so many shows there's like multiple writers. There'll be like multiple comedic writers working on the same script, and it's like uh, you can tell when you're listening because it's like nonstop. Like you can listen to it several times over and still get like a different joke every time. Because there's so, you know what I mean? There's like certain groups of writers get together and they're like, they just, you're stacking one joke on another, on another, on another. So it's like. Well, see, that's what I say about uh, how like How I Met Your Mother and all those kind of shows. I mean, Scrubs was very much like that. 
where yeah, it's almost like one liner, one liner, one liner. You just you keep zinging on top of another like the rant, pretty almost. Yeah, but continues like Beastie Boy style because it's going from person to person to McGinley? person. So it's like that, the was what that, was that your guy McGinley? McGinley, Arth, was it Arthur C. McGinley? Isn't that his name? For for wait for what? Scrubs. Oh no, John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley. That's not Arthur. I'm like, Arthur. Danger zone. Sorry. <laughs> See now you got me triggered on it. What happened? <laughs> yeah, no, John C. McGinley. He's uh he was scrubs, correct? Yeah, he was uh one of those. Yeah, the rant. Oh, dude, he could all day. Like, there's so many great scenes from that show where he just goes off. I mean, how many times have you like caught a rant from him and wherever it was and just like rewound it and played it again and rewound it and played it again? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've seen the show so many times at this point. I've just that I've seen each episode probably at least six or seven times because I've just I've I really enjoyed it. You probably yeah. recite it. It's kind of almost like Breakfast Club for me at this point. I've just seen it so many times. Like as soon as the episode starts, I'm like, oh, this is, and I like I tell you what happens and character names and all that kind of stuff. And oh uh, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Dude, there's a movie screen in my head. That's just how it works. What do you do if? All the power goes out. I would probably just start acting stuff out like funky masterpiece theater kind of. I mean, when you're not making sure that you have enough food to eat or. I would be swazzing. I would be swazzing movies. Just I would to just, yourself or. To an audience probably. Well, you got the equipment. Would you just be recording yourself and just broadcasting it out? I mean, I guess maybe. People would probably love that shit. This is day 47, trapped in my house on my own. Today we're gonna readapt, but dude, if there's no power, then how am I putting it out? No, but you, I don't know. You're running some kind of small generator just to get the recording because it's like a CB ham radio and or then, something. And then and here's just... here's the ticket. Once every day at a certain hour, you send out a blaring note for like one hour, and then you play the show, and then another blaring note for like five minutes, and then it, and then it shuts off for the day. What is, what that's is your it? that's your daily message. This like some kind of post apocalyptic zombie flick type. This sounds like I am legend, <laughs> right? I'll be at the pier every day, seven forty. Like you have to go out like once a month and siphon gas for a couple of days, just so you know. I don't know. Just so you can I would probably, a- dude. Honestly, I would find a way to make my own gas. Dude, there's so many things. Alcohol, man. But there's, but that's the thing is, there's so many things that you can do to make a combustible fuel to run engines off of. So whether it's for generators or engines for cars or, dude, there's there's all just, sorts of. Just make one type, and then you could drink it or burn it. It's up to you, bro. No, I saw. Wait, this. whose voice was that? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That Mitch Hedberg, yeah. but that's and that's the dude. I was watching this thing where you could make basically like a diesel fuel from melting plastic. Like you could boil it down, and you would get a some form of an sure. ethanol, I think, uh, I or something. A very dirty one, but well, but that's the thing is if dirty. you do it, you do it enough, it's it's actually refining itself down. That's what you're doing is you're getting all these molecules to kind of break down and reconnect in this level where it makes a relatively combustible fuel, like reconstituting some kind of. You know, I was oil watching oil from from old shopping bags or something like that. And the, it's the the hardier, like the what do you want, like the water bottles and Gatorade bottles and all that kind of stuff. Oh, ah, okay. 
Um, but yeah, I think plastic bags and all that, but plastic bags are so thin and it's, you're looking for a, a higher density plastic, really. But yeah, it was this couple that was running their own farm, I think in like Costa Rica or an island near there. And that's how they were making fuel for their generators so that when they couldn't make enough electricity for, you know, from uh, from solar or whatever else, they could just run their generator for, you know, a little bit and boom, charge everything up and they're good to go. You know, as well as I think they had like some equipment and things. So it's like, hey, now we can, you know, we can work on stuff and we can really work the land a little bit more, bring in some small equipment and do things. And so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you no, sorry no, for? I just kind of dropped out there for a minute, like spacing out. <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. <laughs> Easy there, Will Ferrell. It's all right, bro. Got to relax back into it, man. It was the classic girl. We, it, it spewed all it, over you. It took it took you totally it, off guard. It totally did. Now you're on a reset, so you got to like come back through it. It's okay. Well, we had a good um, we had a good green room. A warm up to the show about nothing, right? Dude, that's what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just think after that little little interlude, this the snack break, I think I just kind of spaced out there for a minute. You know how it is. Dude, I carb loaded them up with chips and salsa, egg cheese sandwiches. <laughs> then he ate one of my bananas. I'm telling you, this is like he's like a freaking teenage kid. Shows up, <laughs> eats all of your food, leaves dishes, and then bounces. Like, what the heck is this crap? He still wants an allowance? Are you kidding me? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's how I look at it. He's like my illegitimate stepchild that I do not want. I didn't want those eggs to go bad. You know? I didn't want those eggs to go bad. I didn't want, yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate your concern <laughs> for my, my produce's well-being. That's it's nice to know yeah, that I mean, somebody cares. All those cares. things would have spoiled had nobody been there to eat them. So aren't you glad that I was able to help you? I'm happy that you had a good meal at this occasion and that you're going to probably sleep very well tonight because you're telling me that you have like food coma setting in. I do. I do. But I mean, I'm still probably going to need like another snack before I leave. But you know, you know how it is. Great. <laughs> That's your... just typical. typical. <laughs> like a freaking teenager. As I don't say, dude, like seriously, ever since you, you come went, over here, you clean me out. Well, you, but ever since you went, you know, not so much when you started shrinking your diet, when you started like taking down different things to to have better health, <clears throat> as you went through those, I mean, you did start shrinking pretty well. And you also got to a point where you just, you don't, you don't stop eating, bro. <laughs> so, I mean, like maybe, maybe there's well, something to that. Like I can spend, I can spend whole days, like all throughout the like normal hours of the day. Basically, I've I've looked at it before and been like, I, I swear I could fit all this on a large dinner plate, like everything I've eaten throughout the day. But then it's just like I get to the later part of the evening, especially if I'm staying up late. That that's when that's when I want a snack or I'll have an extra meal or something like that. And no, it doesn't show because I don't do it all the time. But yeah, I don't know if it's a metabolism thing or if it's just a. The doctor says I have a high metabolism. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> but, it, you know, enough about me. That's a tree of trust. We can how open about, up here. Yeah, how about you? I mean. You know, what, what about me? I don't know. Way to deflect, bro. 
<laughs> wow. Do you like apples? Do you, how do you like them? <laughs> Bro, I'm just saying. I'm, oh not, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of sounds. <laughs> You're making a lot of sounds, but you ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's that's it. 73% of the time. Yeah, you 73%. You like that's how often you even with your quoting yourself. It's like, dude, it's just quoting. 73% of the time is what your quote status is. Like that's just that that's your par. You're a 73% quoter. Could be worse. That's your quoter quota. 73%. My, my, quota, my quote quote quota. Do you know what a quota is? Isn't that like 25 cents? <laughs> Remember that? That was Beavis and Butthead. Quote, quota. Ow, my spleen. <laughs> my liver. It's lower. <laughs> lower, dumbass. <laughs> he like grabs his wheel. He's like, my liver. <laughs> Dude, I was say what you want, man. Mike Judge is freaking hilarious. That's the other thing I was saying. Like, you know, when we started discovering like how deep even Mike Judge's stuff could be, even at the simplest level. Like yeah. it was just, it was written for the masses. So that's why it's like goofball tongue in cheek. But if you actually pay attention, there's, there's a lot of like kind of hidden depth to it in a way. And then of course, just the, the slapstick nature of the, the iconic character references they use throughout like, because I mean, they were trying to represent a certain era, right? They were trying to represent a time within the eighties when, Rock and roll was, you know, everything. And these two kids just kind of, right? I mean, I don't know. I want to say, to me, it was very reminiscent of early 90s metal kids. So you're you're talking coming off That's of right. like- right. It was like 92, 93, I think. Because you're just kids. coming off of like the big hair bands. That's true. So like Scorpion and all that kind of shit and freaking- <laughs> these guys were like just I got a like, fever of 103 I, I got know. a fever they came off they just like were like and uber, it needs more cowbell uber fans of that that genre of music during that time pretty much yeah cause they were well they were very much uh, what was it I think it was uh, like Sepultura um oh man what were these other groups they were like Sepultura like the Metallica yeah, yeah ACDC I mean, they were just all that kind of stuff. I mean, the hardcore stuff, pretty much. Um, There's no easy listening rock and roll here. This is like this is not your your mama's rock and roll. <laughs> your cousin mom. They're, like, <laughs> they're like the hardcore stuff, <clears throat> like Hangar 18 and. What's the matter? Did you forget to shut something off? No, I just I thought I heard some background noise. I'm just making sure. Is it like a high pitched hum? I mean, you were like seeing things, and now it's like I'm hearing things. <laughs> it's okay. Which is worse? You tell me. I don't smell fire, so I think we're okay. And the floor's not warm, <laughs> so we're smell good. Burnt toast. I don't, do you smell muffins? I smell muffins. <laughs> I smell muffins. Do I watch that again the other day? It's hilarious. It was just it's. While it's hilarious, there is some thought-provoking depth to it. Like, it really does. Thought-provoking as in 
Well, the idea of time loops and the way things could interact. Well, you know, the idea of if you get a major head injury, sometimes you can confuse all kinds of stuff. And the, that you will smell and taste things that aren't there. I'm talking about the movie Boss Level. Yes. And you're talking about smelling things. Muffins. Yeah, because he got stabbed in the joke. head with a sword. That was some serious shit. I mean, you, you take a sword to but, the... But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just interesting. Because, like, you you would smell something weird, like burnt toast or muffins or... All of a sudden, you have, glasses. like, synesthesia. You're just like, purple smells delicious. But if, and you're just, like, dead. Then you know. You're in the know at that point, because purple does smell delicious. I mean, it can. It tastes a little weird. But. It tastes a little... I mean, it depends on, did you... Like, what did you use to mix it with... <laughs> How do you like your purple? Did you try plugging it in? <laughs> did, you, did you turn it off and turn it back on? <clears throat> do you see me eat mine? You- <laughs> oh. Am I drinking milk from a saucer? So- God, I hope not because I don't have a saucer. I thought you- where, where did you get that? <laughs> a saucer? That's not mine. I don't, where did this come from? Who let the cat out? We don't have a cat. Get out of here. <laughs> Freaking Uncle Buck starts bringing the cat in. The kid's like, we don't have a cat. <laughs> it's my cousin, Patty. <laughs> you don't have a cousin, Patty. You lied to me. Boom. No. Oh, what is that? No, I know that. <clears throat> mama. Throw mama from the train. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Crystal, Danny DeVito, and the lady that was in the Goonies. Yes. She's actually a pretty well-known actor, I think, for stage, if I'm, if I'm correct. Just that voice. And the face? <laughs> Oliver. Dude, uh, she's, Oliver? Not Oliver. All of her. All of me. Her presence, her aura, like the way she looked, Why the way she sounded. All of me. That was a good Steve Martin movie. Remember that? All of me? Which one was that? Was that the... That was uh, this is the one where he had the the was it Lily? Yeah, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin. She yeah, played she, the rich chick that like she died and he was he was half her, half him. Is some kind of seance, and he like took on like yeah, it was he, her he ashes of, or something. Or yeah, control of one half of his body, and she had control of the other. Yeah, so they had to learn how to cooperate in order to just get around. Yeah, like when he had to go pee. I'm not touching that. <laughs> you gotta shake it. That's how it works. Does this wood install? Oh, Steve Martin, man. I'm telling you, dude. Like, like he had a. I mean, that movie was hilarious because you you really had this feeling like he was at war with himself. But, dude, you're. I mean, you're also talking about movies like Roxanne. <clears throat> dude, Roxanne is a dope movie, for real. You know, I mean, uh, what was the one with him and Goldie Hawn where they built a house together? Oh, I think it was that house guest. Oh, no, I think that was. Oh, the, no, no, no. Um, wait, that was. Yeah, he was like an I architect. Know. And no, that he was, was Tom. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, Money Pit. No, no, no. That's not the one I'm talking about. That was Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's not the movie I'm talking about. Oh, okay. No, he was an architect and he was building a house and then like the market fell out and they had to like sell a bunch of stuff and then the only property he had was this house. Beetlejuice. That's not Beetlejuice. 
Beetlejuice. <laughs> John McClane. No, it's not. It's not. It's not John McClane. Great. If I say it one more time, is he going to show up? He's not real. That's not. It's not a Beetlejuice. Nah, you did it. No, Beetle guys. <laughs> Beetle breakfast. Beetle. Beetle. House sitter. Beetle Meyer. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Ned. Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Phil. Is that you? Hey, buddy. I missed you so much. <laughs> he just hugs him. And he's just like, it's oh. like the too long hug. And he's just standing there like, oh, okay, you can let go now. The uncomfortable silence hug. Like, oh, but it feels so that. good. I missed you so much. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta go. I, I just remembered. Oh, I think I love the kettle we're on. I gotta <laughs> turn off the stove. Even Bill doesn't want to hang out. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, you can't touch me like that. This is my personal bubble. I really. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is that so? I don't understand why that's so funny. What, is Buffalo Bill not allowed to have a personal bubble? Voice. We all have we oh all have our God. space. We're all allowed that distance where we feel comfortable. I mean, that voice and the word bubble and bubble <laughs> together. Oh my God, dude! It's just oh the God. word bubble. I don't. I mean, bubble by itself is kind of a funny word, it right? Is, but when when Bill says it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative and it makes people think. Freaking Will Ferrell. Dude, that Blades of Glory. He's just back there on the treadmill. Freaking Napoleon Dynamite there. I love me some Will Ferrell. Dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. And like, I mean, his serious roles, oh his God. comedic roles. He's just a phenomenal actor. I mean, his audition for SNL is ridiculous to watch. I don't the think I've seen that. Dude, I, I think I have it. If I have it, we'll have to. I'm gonna have to show you that because you would you would really enjoy that. But you, dude, I mean, I remember some of his earlier internet stuff where he actually had his daughter in there, and she it's called the landlord, and she's coming to him to like get the rent. She's like three or something, <laughs> and she's like, "Yo, I want my goddamn money." So I'm sorry, but I just, yes. I don't have it. You better come up with it, punk. Like she's calling him a bitch. And like oh, it's just, she's like three, and she's wearing like these pink overalls yeah. and little blonde hair. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, but and it's just it's. I don't know if that was his kid or a friend's kid, but yeah, some, it's something I like that. Yeah, it's a some it's someone's child within the circle. And it's freaking hilarious. Like should I curse? Oh, she was swearing up say, a storm. Should I say? Should I say? God damn it! Well, it's just she's just repeating stuff. Like they, oh. she was at an age where they could say, "Okay, say this," no. and then they would McFly. Like, should I curse? <laughs> like, yes. What part is that? Huh? What is that? McFly. Yeah, but what part? What? Um. Get your goddamn hands off her! Oh yeah, right. Should I curse? Hey, you. <laughs> Get your goddamn hands off her. Because it was supposed to be McFly, but instead it was Biff. And he was just like, 
no, Biff. <laughs> yeah, and he's got them all hunched over while he's twisted his arm up and he just causes them to like whip around and unload on him. Pops him and he just like doubles a double spin axle against the car and just drops. And then in the second one, when he comes back in, I think, I think that guy his just wallet. <laughs> I think he took his wallet. Oh my God. Is that his wallet? I think he took his wallet. Dude, I'll tell you what, man, the Back to the Future franchise is actually a really, it's, it's a pretty dope trilogy, I think. It was pretty well thought out. You know, like I really like it. It's one of those ones I can watch it again and again. All three of them, typically in a row, like Star Wars style. That's I mean, just, they, gave, they gave it some thought in the way things were overlapped and done. And I think so. They, they, you know, other than the fact that I do not have a hoverboard or a floating DeLorean I'm a, yet. I'm a bit disappointed about that. I am honestly. heartbroken and saddened. We have a thing that they call a hoverboard. It's not a hoverboard. It doesn't really hover. What is it's, it? It's on wheels. That's different. You can't get across water <laughs> unless you got power. <laughs> Drops his board oh, out. It's like, oh! It's the mad dog or whatever the it is. hoverboard. I had this little pink thing. It was like a scooter. You had to pop the top off of it again. It was just like, here, let me borrow your hoverboard. He's sitting there paddling, just floating on the water. It's going nowhere. It's so much funnier when you've been watching that since you were a little kid, though, too. To know that the first time that that scene was done... It was a scooter that had no intentions of ever being a skateboard. Oh, in the it original? Was, it was a homemade wooden scooter with metal wheels. It was a soapbox on a, a two-by-four with roller skates on the bottom. <laughs> exactly. And he took this thing off and like did some marvelous crazy S with it. Yeah, which was bullshit. Which totally would never No, happen. not with yeah. that stuff. But yeah, he's like knocks the kid over, rips the soapbox off, and starts skateboarding. Right. But that's what made it so much better because it's like they were able to redo the scenes like over and over and over. But it distorted the timeline, causing a ripple within. <laughs> Dude, what the? You can't go back in time and step on a butterfly. At some point, you have to suspend your disbelief. Dude, I don't want to disrupt the timeline flow. I don't want Mandela effects. I don't want to wake up tomorrow and forget kindergarten. I mean, they they tr they tried to stay as true as they could, right? I think. I'm well, so, but here's the thing, though, because I mean, there is so many different. I mean, other than doing the stupid, oh, it was all just all in your head, and it was a dream. Yeah, right. Just, like doing it when he's in the yellow radiation suit and he's got the Walkman on him. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs> I am Darth Vader. It's such a good movie. What was it? Um, what was he playing? It was Van Halen. I, I think, think it so. Was, it was a Van Halen album. Yeah. yeah, I want to see it was Van Halen that he was rocking. Because, I mean, you know, Van Halen rocks, bro. It was like this real sick, like, like guitar riff guitar section. Riff yeah. And, like, oh, my God, make it stop. Make it stop. My ears are rupturing. Oh. Yeah, it's not. Calm yourself, Junior. <laughs> Lorraine, I hit another one of those kids with my car. Yeah, what about that? What was the reference that there was just always some kind of peeping Tom checking around? I, I mean, I guess. I, I, I would say that's probably what the insinuation is. That, you know. Oh, wait, did he? He's, he's like, one of those damn kids got in front of my car again. It's not even that he hit him. It's just like, they're the ones that got in my way. 
So yeah, I guess I guess the insinuation is that there was multiple peeping toms, either that or I guess at least um, George himself had been hit probably at one point, and then now because Marty was watching him and he's that's the what, one. That's what my question was. Is it so? I would say it's probably the reoccurrence. Has he been hitting or almost hitting these two different? Yeah, McFlies. Different McFlies. Checking out his mom. It's your mom, dude. Now your dad's going for it. Hey, Missy. I mean, mom. That scene is so messed up. He like hands him $10 and tells him to go to the convenience store. He's like, we're most destined to fail. And Bill's going to, or Ted's going to go to military school. He's like, good, good. Here, why don't you guys go get some snacks? And he goes to bang his stepmom right there in the his own bedroom. Dirty old man. Oh, it happens, man. Yeah, then in the second one, didn't he? She wound up marrying the other father. Yeah. And then in the third one, I think she divorced them both. <laughs> oh, such horrible trilogies. It's still worth the watch, though, man. It was man. totally well done, though. Dude, Bill and Ted's was totally worth the watch. Even the third one. I like the third one. It was a nice, it was a nice closure. You know, it was a nice way to just wrap up the whole story and and to remind you that. We don't take ourselves seriously. Um, as well as to, to let us know that God gave rock and roll to us. That's true. Put it in our soul to, to give it to everyone or something like that, right? We did. Isn't, we, that what, isn't that what happened? We've still, we're still is, working on that. Isn't that how that works? Yeah. Wow. Wow. What, 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 oh, never mind. Bro, you haven't even had any so, nine percenters. What's going no, on over here? No, I'm just getting sleepy, I think. I'm just tired. I feel a little bit woozy. <laughs> a little woozy, man. I totally lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. Oh, God. Matthew Willard. That's so good. It's Saturday, bro. It is that Saturday, actually, but it could be. It's, it's got to be Saturday somewhere. It's five o'clock somewhere. Hey, as long as it's on Saturday. <laughs> Saturday, bro. <laughs> You're saying that's how I'm living life right now, huh? I mean, I feel like, well, dude, you only had two beers. Well, actually, two and a quarter because you did you did have a little bit of the porter, but that's a low ABV. So, I mean, I don't. I No, no, it's, it's nothing to do with that. I, I guess it just, is sleep. I mean, just, I can always make you some coffee because I love you. Well, yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. I would, I would not say no to that. Yeah, but I'm going to spit in it, though, just because, you know, I love you. Wow. Then I'm going to take you a VCR for starters. Instead of chicken. What are the rules on coffee since we already know what the rules on tea are? Well, but see, that's tea. Not everybody wants tea. Well, see, he told me he was going to spit in it, so that makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he didn't mention that beforehand, it would just be all. I would have been insulted. <laughs> How dare you not give me a forementioned statement? Allowing me to be aware of the current situation. This is, I am, I am appalled. I am shocked. I feel, just, I, you know what? I'm leaving. I've had enough. How dare oh, you? Terribly sorry, young man. I meant to ask you if you mind if I spit in your, your coffee. I mean, I feel like well, if I'm making it, well, it's up changes, to me what I can do with it. Changes everything, sir. Thank you so much. The state. I want to dip my balls in it. My yeast balls, what? I was going to add some dietary fiber. Yeah, you should fiber. absolutely mention that if that's something that you're going to do. 
I mean, I feel like you know, you're gonna have people over your house. And well, gonna, what if you have like allergies? Dip your balls I should be aware of stuff. You know, I don't Kool Aid or something like like you should really let them know about that. I'm not like, trying to exacerbate a pre-existing you know, condition. This is really you know? good Kool Aid, and I just poured it for you, but I did <laughs> dip my balls in it. I'm just gonna Kool Aid. Sorry, just gotta come busting out of the kitchen like <laughs> that too. Dude, that just reminds me of this one comedian. Yeah. No, there's this one comedian, um, John Caparello, where he's talking about working at a subway. He's like, you never work at a subway. He's like, it's the worst job ever. He's like, it's the only place where you can't get away with shit because, you know, you got to make the sandwich right in front of them and there's the glass and they can see everything. <laughs> you know, it's like you can't just pull your balls out and put in somebody's sandwich. They'd be like, yeah, give me some uh, turkey, a little bit of lettuce, tomato. Did, did you just put your balls in my sandwich? Be like, hey, they're just, that's how I roll. They're, they're out. But, you know, don't worry about that. Hey, did you want some mayo on that sandwich? Because you got some. <laughs> oh, oh God, it's hilarious. That's yeah. John Cavarello, dude, he's actually a really solid comedian. So good yeah. material. Yeah, he was the, I think I showed you some of it. It was on that one thing with uh, the Vince Vaughn Wild West comedy show. Okay. Yeah, that was also like Ahmed Ahmed. Uh, there was a couple of really good guys on there, which you know, I'd have to, I'll have to show you sometime. Some other time, probably. Well, I mean, because you know what? This time... Because that's what I'm thinking. It's time it to go. Like, yeah, it actually it is, is time It to is go. time to stop now, Mac. Maybe, maybe yes. that's why I'm so tired. It is I'm time to stop to now, Mac. Make that my excuse as to why... I just, this was all planned. This is how we do it. Yeah, this is not planned. You can't <laughs> this write this. No. It is not. It's not no, Friday night. It's not... We've actually tried. Yeah, it didn't work well. We've tried to plan things ahead, of, and it's just, yeah, it doesn't work. I don't know. Well, as always, um, it is that time. It is. Which means that we now meow need yeah. to. We now meow now right. need to. Right. It's yeah. that time, right, meow? Yeah, well, uh, as, uh, and, you know, please uh, reach out to us, fam. We would appreciate that. Uh, all three of us for uh, ITY, directionsinmusic.org. Yeah, or individually, you can get Gemini, G E M I N I, Directions of Music.org. Or Philly D, P H I, double L Y D, at Directions of Music.org. Yeah, we would, uh, we would greatly appreciate that. So, um, yeah, keep the conversation I'm, going. Uh, yeah, keep it real, right? And then, of course, with your our usual sign off. This is, I'm telling you, with Philly D, <laughs> Mr. Gemini. You are falling asleep. <laughs> And as always, we uh, we want to remind you to be good yourself, be good to everyone else. Much love. Peace. Peace. Peace.